we are meant to be healthy. We are not meant to be overweight. We are not meant to be sick. We are not meant to be depressed. We are not meant to be um, all these things that plague so many of us. We are meant to be healthy. We are meant to be thriving. Um, And it's much less about changing and more about getting out of the way and stopping the things that are we, we are doing to get in our own way. Um, I really think it's about doing less than it is about uh, doing more. Times are related is your currency. Oh, you can spend it all you like. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Eat Green, Make Green podcast. This is Pat McCauley, as always. My guest this week is myself. Um, I used to do this in the early days of the show uh, quite a bit where I'd hop on here um, and sort of give some pointers or tips or kind of things I've been experimenting with um, on the health and wellness front or productivity front or whatever um, and just kind of share those things with you. Um, And I haven't done this in like over two years at least. Um, And I feel like if I went back and listened to some of those ones I've done in the past, I'd probably laugh at myself um, just because I feel like every uh, week on the show and all these amazing guests that, you know, I have on the show, like I, I take a new pointer or a new perspective away um, weekly. And my uh, what I would recommend to somebody trying to make a change in their life or get healthy or fitter or whatever um, two years ago is probably definitely drastically different than um, what my advice, I think, uh, sitting here today would be. Um, So I thought it'd be cool to hop on here and share kind of five or six things um, that I've been thinking about and talking about a lot lately um, that I think uh, hopefully can be valuable to some of you guys listening and uh, hopefully you can apply something uh, to your own life. So that's this week's episode. Um, we'll we'll kind of resume the normal interview style episodes uh, next week. We have an awesome string of guests uh, coming on the show that I'm excited to share. Um, but yeah, this week um, I get uh, kind of five or six things that I think can help you lead a healthier life. Um, so I hope you enjoy, and I will uh, catch you next week. All right, so number one is to change your identity. And this one I sort of thought of, I was talking to um, a buddy of mine um, recently, and, um, you know, in the past he certainly kind of reached out to me um, you know, for food advice and health advice and, and, and things like that. And, um, he's, you know, kind of a, kind of a bigger guy and kind of struggles, um, with his health. And, um, something I kind of noticed he did was, um, he kind of all, always refers to himself as like a big guy, you know, like I'm a big guy or like, you know, if I ask him to like take a, a hike with me or something like that, he's like, He's like, man, like I'm a bear. I'm not a gazelle. Um, you know, like I'm not a runner. Um, you know, and and sometimes it, it trends into kind of, 
um, sort of uh, not great self-talk, whether he like calls himself a fat ass or, you know, calls himself whatever. And um, I just kind of realized like um, with him and, and definitely like a lot of people I see this, they, they kind of adopt this identity of themselves and maybe they were always kind of the, the out of shape kid growing up and uh, people literally called them like Big Joe or like, you know, whatever growing up. And um, like I, I see that a lot and maybe people um, adopt those things as kind of like a defense mechanism a little bit um, and they would rather sort of laugh at where they are um, and kind of lean into it um, versus um, fight it or be embarrassed about it or 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 that's that sort of thing and maybe maybe to an extent it's also sort of used as an excuse to um, not change but at the same time like I see the flip side of that um, you know when they shoot me a message or, or give me a call and you know ask for um, help or advice you know, especially on the diet front. So I know like, that's not the person they want to be. That's not where they want to be. You know, they don't want to be that big person or that sick person. Um, you know, they are looking to change. Um, yet they, they really like identify with that, like, you know, uh, bigger personality and even call themselves it. So tip number one for me is to, and this doesn't only apply to health. This applies to like, goals in life or entrepreneurship as well is to embrace a totally new identity and and something I've done recently um that I I think to an extent have successfully done is is um you know I've gotten into triathlon and I called myself a triathlete before I had ever done you know an event of any kind or even swam before right and I'm just a big believer in like I embrace the identity of who I want to be, um, before I am anywhere close to actually becoming, um, that thing. Um, and and what that does, right. Well, you know, you, you, you know, put it in your Instagram bio and you like tell everybody about it. And, um, what that does is it gets you thinking about, well, what would, what would a triathlete do when they wake up in the morning? Well, they'd be swimming, biking, or running, or what would, um, you know, a fit person be doing, uh, when they wake up in the morning or what would a CEO be doing when they wake up in the morning? What would, um, you know, X, Y, Z, right? So by kind of adopting a new identity, you then all of a sudden it gets you thinking about, okay, well, if I am that person, like, what does that person do every day? Right. So, you know, for me, I'm like the triathlon front. It's like, okay, like you wake up and you behave like a triathlete. You wake up and you you swim, bike, or run. Um, so for people looking to change, like drop that old identity and embrace a new one. Maybe it's you want to become a runner or a yogi or um, a triathlete or an entrepreneur or a, or a surfer or just somebody that walks every day or you just want to be, you know, a, a person that is, healthy and high energy, right? Like define that in a very crystal clear manner. Like what is that thing? You know, is it, is it a surfer? You want to be a surfer? Okay. Well, what, you know, what car does a surfer drive? What board does a surfer get? You know, what do they do uh, when they wake up in the morning, they check the waves or they, whatever, 
my point being is that it, it gets you starting to behave like that thing. And, and as time passes and you, you know, every day behave like that thing, you know, as the months and years go by, all of a sudden you are, you know, going to be uh, that new thing that, you know, you never thought you could be. Um, and all of a sudden, especially on the health front, all of a sudden, instead of like your normal buddies that, you know, text you on a Friday night to um, go drink and, and go out and, you know, eat shitty food and go to the sports bar and like defile your body, right? Like that old norm, right? You know, when you start behaving like this new runner or new healthy person or whatever that you are, like those texts are going to slowly stop coming in, right? Because, you know, they know you're going to say no because you're up at 5 a.m. to, you know, go, go do that thing, whether it's the surfing or the biking or whatever. Um, and what that's going to do is then all of a sudden you're going to start getting new messages and it's going to be the people that are texting you Friday night to, um, you know, meet them at the, at the track on Saturday morning or, or meet them at the beach for the surf or, um, so not only does it get you behaving a different way and thinking a different way and embracing this new identity, but then all of a sudden, um, you know, the people that come into your life are, are going to change kind of by default. And I'm not saying you have to drop your, um, old friend groups, but you know, you can certainly choose to spend more time, um, with those people that fit into that, uh, new thing, um, and new lifestyle and, in um, new, um, identity that you are. And, um, there's a, a, a study that was done, um, probably 10 plus years ago now, uh, but it was in the, uh, New England Journal of Medicine. Um, and to kind of speak to like the power of the people you spend time with. And, uh, basically it didn't matter if like your friend was, um, across the country, um, or you lived with them. Um, it, it was equally as powerful, but basically like, um, you know, if, if your friends that you spend the most time with, um, are, are obese and sick, you are 57% more likely to be overweight and sick yourself. Um, if your siblings are obese, you are 40% more likely to be overweight. If your spouse is obese, you're about the same, a 40% higher uh, chance of being overweight. So the people that you surround yourself with and spend your time with, um, I think we inherently know this, but, you know, uh, especially on the health front, like we, we really have the data now um, that that is true and it makes sense, right? Um, you know, the, the, the people you surround yourself, if you surround yourself with a bunch of runners and people that eat well, well, you know, it, it becomes a lot easier to lead a healthier life. If you surround yourself with people that spend their, you know, weekends at the bar, well, it's going to be a lot harder to um, kind of be an outlier and, and be this healthy person when all your friends and the people you spend your time with uh, don't behave that way. So um, number one is to embrace a new identity. And as you do that, um, you know, all these awesome new people and things are going to come into your life. And, and the more time that goes by um, in, in that kind of new crowd and uh, with that new identity, uh, you know, the more, the more your, your life's going to change. So that is step number one that I've been, I've been thinking about, uh, tip number one that I've been thinking about a, a lot lately. Um, tip number two is one that I have been personally just working on 
a lot lately, and this is a hard one. I, it's hard for me, um, but I understand how incredibly powerful um, it can be in your life, and um, that is to make sleep your main health goal, like the goal, your north star, um, that when you wake up in the morning, you know, your goal is to not like eat a certain amount of calories or like get a certain amount of steps in or like X, Y, Z that are kind of like the typical, um, health goals that to be honest with you don't work. Um, instead of all, any of those, right. If you make sleep the goal and if you do that, right? If it's like from the second you wake up, okay, my goal today is to get a good night's sleep tonight. Um, What you're going to do is from the second you wake up, you're going to be very mindful of your consumption of caffeine. You're going to be very mindful of the food you put in your body, right? We know food impacts how you sleep. If you're eating a bunch of crappy food, um, you know, not only are you probably going to, your stomach's not going to feel great when you're going to bed and stuff like that, but you are very much Uh, making your body have to work to get all that out of that and that's gonna out of your body and that's going to um, affect your sleep right you're not going to drink alcohol you know we know right when you drink alcohol right you're gonna wake up hot probably at three in the morning like your sleep's gonna be restless like the science around alcohol and food as it relates to this your sleep is is very um, obvious even a glass of wine with your dinner negatively impacts your sleep. We know that. So to the best of our ability, you know, eating foods, not drinking, being mindful of your uh, caffeine consumption. Um, And then you're also going to uh, make sure you get exercise, right? You are going to sleep better uh, if you move throughout the day. Obviously, you're going to be a little more tired. Um, You know, the science around that is very obvious as well. Um, So when you make kind of sleep that North star in that main goal, you kind of do all these things naturally that lead to you, um, leading a healthier life. And then the beautiful thing is, right. If you check all those boxes throughout the day and you go to sleep and you get that, you know, amazing deep eight hours of sleep. Well, what happens the following day is that, you know, you're not, you don't have that groggy, like, hungover feeling where you're craving like all that greasy food, um, it becomes so much easier to make the healthier choice. Um, and you have more energy, you want to move your body. Um, and all of a sudden, like you start stringing these days together because of this, these good decisions leading to this good sleep, to more good decisions, to more good sleep. Um, and then you, you develop what I like to call, um, healing momentum, Um, and you get in this kind of like winning streak of good decisions. And that is where beautiful things start to happen, both on a healing front, um, and just a, a life front and a, and a feeling good front. And, um, the term healing momentum is something I, um, stole from, uh, Chris Wark. Um, I forget what episode he was on, but, uh, Chris Wark is a cancer survivor, you know, one of those guys that, you know, was given kind of a death sentence at the doctors and drastically changed his lifestyle, Um, you know, started eating whole plant foods and and changing all other aspects of his life, um, you know, and completely kicked cancer's ass and um, now speaks all about all he's learned um, about beating 
um, cancer with lifestyle and he talks about healing momentum and I think um, and, and this will be kind of my my uh, third tip here is, is you got to get momentum you got to get healing momentum and I think back to kind of my younger less healthier days and um, I think many people are sort of caught in this um, kind of uh, schedule um, and I think it correlates to our kind of our work lives as well of like, you know, Monday through Wednesday or Monday through Thursday. Um, it's like, we're, we're hardcore. Like we eat well, we work our asses off at the gym or, or, you know, we exercise excessively. Um, and we are super strict with our diet. And then like Thursday, Friday, Saturday come and it's like, all right, it's party time and all bets are out the window. And, um, you know, you go out drinking and you're eating crappy food and, um, you're, you're totally letting your guard down. And, then come Monday morning, there's like that reset again. And you're like, okay, back on track. And we kind of go through this, uh, go through life. Um, and I certainly did this for many years where it was like every Monday I had to reset every Monday I had to get back on track. And I've been talking a lot about, uh, recently a lot about like changing your weekends. And if you can change your weekends, you, you really can change your life. Um, and that is because you, you get this, this momentum, right? If you kind of flip the script on that and you make weekends as healthy as kind of your normal day, or you make it the healthiest, right? You make it, you know, you take kind of your extra weekend time, um, you know, to move more, um, or to, you know, cook a real good healthy meal, uh, cause you have maybe a little more time on a Friday night or a Saturday night, um, and you, you flip the script, you make weekends your, your healthiest days. And come Monday, you're not resetting. You're just continuing on that path um, of this like high vibe, um, healthy lifestyle. And the more, um, you know, weeks you can string together, um, again, like, like I said before, that's when all these beautiful things um, are going to take place. And healing is really um, going to take place. Um, and it's going to become easy to lose weight. It's going, it's going to become your kind of natural state to feel good. Um, you know, you're not taking, you know, one step forward and two steps back, um, every week and every weekend. Um, so, you know, change your weekends, change your life, get that healing momentum going. Um, and that also ties back to what I was saying before about, you know, changing the people you're around and changing your identity, um, and, and change the fact that you, you're not one of those people that, um, you know, goes out and gets hammered on a Saturday night and, and you waste all day or Sunday. That's not you anymore. You know, you're the, you're this new runner, you're this new, um, you know, yogi, or, um, it doesn't have to be any of those things, right? Right. It, it can be, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be anything fitness related, but you're just, you're not that person that goes out and defiles your body, um, or, or take steps back on the weekends. You're, you're somebody that betters your health, um, on the weekends and you, and you have this, this new identity and new kind of crowd you're rolling with. And, and that really, uh, ties into the, the healing momentum. Um, and that also kind of, uh, ties into, uh, my fourth kind of tip here. Um, and I think, and I thought this for many years, um, as well, that getting healthy and maintaining your weight in, um, you know, staying fit was this hard thing to do. And I really believe it's not hard, uh, to do in, 
Um, it's not about like changing your entire life. I think everybody fears all these changes that they're going to have to do, and it's going to be hard to make those changes. Um, but I don't think it's change. I actually think it's, it's simply returning uh, to your body's default settings. Um, and what I mean by that is we are meant to be healthy. We are not meant to be overweight. We are not meant to be sick. We are not meant to be depressed. We are not meant to be um, all these things that plague so many of us. We are meant to be healthy. We are meant to be thriving. Um, and it's much less about changing and more about getting out of the way and, and stopping the things that are, we, we are doing to get in our own way. Um, I really think it's about doing less than it is about uh, doing more. And I think a great example of that kind of on a, uh, or, or analogy um, of that was the past year and a half um, with COVID and with the pandemic. Um, and if you kind of look at our bodies as the earth, for example, right? Like when humans got out of the way and, you know, we... Um, let the earth and nature be nature, you know, what did we see? We saw like trees growing and, you know, fish and, and dolphins coming back into like these bays uh, that normally all these like huge boats would be in and polluting. And we saw like the LA skyline for the first time. And it's kind of like that, you know, those like uh, post-apocalyptic movies where you see like the abandoned cities and you know, the trees are growing again and the uh, grass is coming up through the concrete and, you know, healing is taking place and like the uh, default settings are being returned to. And I really think with our body, it's the same exact thing where, you know, we just need to get out of the way. Um, and this beautiful, thriving um, environment um, that is our natural state returns, this high energy healthy, disease-free um, state returns, uh, but we are just constantly getting in the way. We are constantly, um, you know, kicking ourselves um, in the shin. And there's a amazing um, example that um, I often give when I talk um, that is from uh, Dr. Michael Greger's book, How Not to Die. And uh, he gives this amazing example about kind of chronic disease and um, kind of the cycle that we are, we are stuck in, especially when it comes to food, but also kind of our, our daily, uh, decisions in general. Um, but you know, he, he gives the example, if you're walking, um, across your living room floor and you, um, you know, hit your shin on the coffee table, right. And you get a bruise on your shin. Um, obviously, you know, that shin is going to heal itself over the next day, uh, you know, a few days, weeks, whatever. Um, but if you walked across that same floor and stubbed, uh, you know, your shin into the table, um, you know, three, four times a day at say breakfast, lunch, dinner, right? That shin would never heal itself. And, and that's what we do um, with the behaviors that we uh, choose every day, especially on the food front, right? right? We, you know, after a night's sleep, right, where our body was kind of trying to heal itself as we slept, right, we, we wake up and we eat, like, you know, an Egg McMuffin or, like, something shitty for breakfast, right, and we 
we hit the shin on the coffee table, right? And we, uh, you know, inflame, you know, we create this uh, state of inflammation in the body by the shitty food. Um, and then your body's like, okay, we got to heal that. We got to heal that. Right. But then three, two, three, four hours later, it's lunchtime. We eat another, you know, pro-inflammatory shitty, um, meal. And, you know, it's like walking into the coffee table again. Right. And then, okay. Our body's like, okay, we got to heal that. We got to heal that. It starts working again. And then dinner comes and we do it again. Right. And the point being is that shin is never going to heal itself. Right. If you continuously walk into that coffee table and you hit your shin in the same place, it's never going to heal itself. And that is what we do um, with food um, to our bodies. We are constantly in the state of inflammation, and that is quite literally um, chronic disease. We are in this chronic state of inflammation. We are in this chronic state of sickness. And we never give ourselves our, our, our bodies um, a chance to heal themselves. So I really believe it's more about getting out of the way. And when we make our daily decisions to the best of our ability, we want to aid our body's ability to heal itself, not hinder it. And most of us are walking around just constantly hindering our body's ability to heal. Whether it's the food we eat, um, whether it's the shitty sleep we get, whether it's the stress um, you know, whether it's, uh, breathing in, uh, fumes, you know, of, of the city we're in all these different things that we, um, are giving our body all this work. Um, and we never get out of the way. Um, and for me personally, like when I need to go to that healing state of getting out of the way for me, that is fruit. That's, that's green juices. That's, that's juices of all kinds. And that is really, letting my body do its thing and heal itself. And, um, that is, is super powerful. So, um, the idea that like changing, um, is hard, I don't think is true. It, it actually requires less, right? It, it requires you getting out of the way. It requires you maybe taking 24 hours and only drinking water and just letting your, giving your body a chance we don't give our bodies a chance to heal. Um, and, and the more, as I, I sound like a broken record, but the more we can get out of the way, the more we're going to heal um, and, and the better we're going to be in the, the healthier lives um, we're, we're going to live. And that goes for food, that goes for sleep, that goes for exercise, that goes for all these things uh, throughout our, our uh, day-to-day. Um, my next one I don't even know what number I'm on. I think it's, I think it's number four. Um, but I have talked about this quite a bit recently, if, if you've been following. But um, it's certainly worth uh, adding in here. Uh, because I do think for people, when it comes to food, it is the single greatest thing you can do from a mindset position around eating food. Um, and that is to remove uh, macros from your life. Those words, macros, right? If you don't uh, know what those words are, right? Macronutrients, right? Which are protein, fat, carbs, um, sugar is often looped into, um, that kind of conversation. But, um, you know, for many years I viewed food as macros and I think it's the most misleading thing we have done around food and probably the single most destructive thing we've done for human health is to 
uh, label foods as macros. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, we love to look at food as just protein or just carbs or just fat. And most of the diets and the way of eating um, that um, is kind of preached or talked about, whether it's, um, you know, keto or high protein or low carb or South Beach or all these, you know, different, um, you know, ways of eating or diets or whatever, it's always like, okay, increase your protein, decrease your carbs, or with keto, it's like increase your fat, decrease your carbs. Um, and, and everything's about like increasing or decreasing these macronutrients, right? And for me, especially um, in, in my younger days and unhealthier days, that led me to making poor decisions for my overall and long-term health. And what I mean by that is, right, I would eat my eggs in the morning, right, because all I saw them as was protein, right, like this, this lean protein that was going to build muscle and keep fat off me and all this bullshit, right? And then I'd eat my chicken for lunch. I saw that as protein, right? And I'd avoid things like bread that I saw as carbs and even fruit that I saw as carbs. And, um, you know, we, we, we put these labels on them, right? And we don't ask the question of, of what the food is. Like I never asked the question, okay, what is chicken, right? I, I, never, I never looked at chicken as, you know, the dead body of a bird. I never looked at steak as you know, a, a cow carcass. I never looked at eggs as something that comes out of, you know, a chicken's ass, right? And I never looked at, like, fruit as something beautiful that comes from the earth that, you know, you, you pick from a tree. Um, so I think what we should be asking is not the macro content of the food, but where did this food come from? What is it? And what does the science say on... Uh, what it does for my health and my long-term health. And that's going to steer you in the right direction. You know, we're so blinded by those words that it leads us into making poor decisions for our long-term health, right? We eat the chicken not because of the science of what, you know, eating a dead bird says um, for the health of human beings. We eat the chicken because all we see is that um, kind of protein, right? Um, so, that's just blinding us to what that food actually is and, and, and what it does in our body. So uh, the more we can step back, ask the question, what is this food as a whole? What does this apple do in my body? What does it do for my long-term health? Um, the better off uh, you're going to be. So my advice on that front is to remove those words from your life. So don't let those words blind you um, from what that food actually is. Um, and simply eat foods that promote your health um, and, and vitality and all that good stuff. Um, so that is, I don't know, number four, I think that was. Um, and then finally, in this one, you know, I don't know how health-related it is. Maybe this is more like uh, goal-oriented or productivity-oriented, but something um, I've kind of adopted in my life or, over the past couple of years and that I um, think is just incredibly powerful in uh, just the idea that, and not to get like spiritual or anything like that, um, but just the idea that like, you know, you, the universe or, or God or like whatever you want to call it, you know, we don't have to get like uh, religious here, but like 
whatever you feel is kind of that like higher power um, in the in the universe, um, you know that it is it is conspiring for you. It's on your side. It's got your back. It's 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 operating for you in your favor. It is helping you become that thing you are here to do at all times, even in the worst of times. So maybe you feel right now as a whatever a 300 pound um, you know person that's on medications that um, is unhappy that doesn't like their job like um, whatever scenario you're in right now or, or maybe you just lost a loved one or um, you're going through a hard time financially or whatever that scenario is that you're in right now if you can really take the perspective that 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 is leading you to that next thing that you are supposed to become, right? How, you can't be the, you know, running coach or inspiring, you know, keynote speaker or, um, you know, whatever, if you hadn't been that 300 pound person, or you can't help somebody that just lost a loved one to addiction if you right now um, we're not going through that yourself so if you can to an extent during that time that hard time understand that this is all just happening for you and not to you and it's it's leading you to that greater purpose and again on kind of the health and wellness front like if you're in a state of sickness or you don't like um, where you are um, on a health and wellness standpoint, understand that, you know, you had to get there to um, be in a position that was powerful enough for you to take that next step towards becoming um, that new identity, that thriving, um, healthy um, runner or whatever that, that thing is, tying it back to number one. Um, you had to go through that to become that, um, you know, next thing that you are, that next inspiring um, thing that um, is helping others that have been through that same process. So um, the more you can just lean into the fact that, you know, God, universe, whatever, it's conspiring for you. Um, So just really taking the perspective, uh, whether it's your job or whether it's your health, um, you know, that that it's exactly where you're meant to be. Um, and it is necessary. It is fully necessary, um, you know, to become that future incredible badass, uh, version of yourself, uh, that is coming next. Um, so that is what I got, uh, this week for you. I hope, you know, that was a little different and hopefully you guys took something away. Um, you know, mostly when this is mostly like a therapy session for me, to be honest, um, and to kind of recap, uh, some things I've learned over the past couple of years, um, and to kind of, uh, uh, recap all of those, uh, before we sign off here. Number one is to change your identity, to embrace a new identity of yourself before you actually are it. Um, and that's going to, um, cycle into you actually behaving that way and becoming that. Uh, number two was to make sleep your goal. Uh, if you wake up every day and you make sleep the main priority, not, not calories or steps or any of that bullshit, like sleep is your goal, 
you're going to make healthy decisions. Um, and when you make those healthy decisions, you're going to get a great night's sleep. And that once again is going to compound on top of itself, um, and lead to healthier days and better decisions the next day. Um, which leads to number three that I mentioned, which is that healing momentum and, you know, changing your weekends and, 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 in, in stringing together months and years. Um, and the more you get that momentum and you stop taking those two steps back on the weekend or on the holidays or whatever that is for you, the easier and easier and easier it's going to become. And that is really when healing starts to take place. And that is really, uh, to tie into, um, you know, number four there, um, returning to the default settings, you're going to allow the more momentum that you get, uh, the more you're going to be getting out of your body's way, the more you're going to be aiding your body's ability to heal, to recover, um, to do all those um, things that create a um, healthy body in a, in a healthy state of being. Um, and uh, yes, in, in the last two ones there, um, to remove those macros, specifically on the food front, like when you sit down to a meal, look at food for what it is, does it promote your long-term health, yes or no? We know intuitively, you know, fruits, vegetables, grains, nuts, seeds, legumes, these things are going to promote our health um, instead of getting blinded um, by those um, macro words, protein, fat, carbs, et cetera. Look at food for as a, as a whole. Understand that you are getting everything you need when you eat foods that promote your body's health, um, end of story. And lastly, as I just said, um, everything that is that, that you're going through now, um, health-wise, career-wise, whatever, it is, despite it being maybe brutal right now and tough and in a grind or whatever, um, it is happening for you. You just, I mean, what's the alternative, you know, to get down on yourself and feel like a victim and all this shit that isn't going to um, change your, your situation or help your situation? It's only going to make it worse. So the alternative being to embrace the fact that this, this thing, as shitty as it is, it is happening for you, and it is fully necessary for you to become that future, badass, healthy, thriving, um, you know, happier, uh, you know, serving, amazing human being. Yeah. Um, so that's what I got for you guys. Um, thanks for listening. If you stuck to, uh, stuck with me to the end there. Um, and next week we will resume the normal, um, interview style. Uh, like I said, and we got some awesome guests coming up. Uh, if this helped, please do share, uh, shoot me a message, um, on Instagram or, or through the site or anything like that. Um, I'd love to kind of, uh, mix it up a little bit more on, on these topics. Um, I hope that helps and, uh, wishing everybody a kick-ass week and I will see you guys next week on the show. Take care.